Yo, today's QOD is begin to look for what's right in the relationship instead of what's wrong. Here we go. Welcome back to the Quote of the Day show. I'm your host, Sean Croxton of SeanCroxton.com. It's Throwback Thursday, and we are turning back that clock all the way to episode number 614 and our featured speaker, Ariel Ford. If your significant other kind of bugs you sometimes, you know, there's just some things about your significant other that you just can't stand. They just just mash up the toothpaste and stuff, leave their socks on the floor, you know, stuff like that. I know it can really get on your nerves, but what Ariel is going to do today is help you to see that in a new light, to help you see it through the lens of something called Wabi Sabi love. You're going to dig this. Here's Ariel. So here's what happened. I woke up one morning at the age of 43 with the horrifying realization I had forgotten to get married. I had created this amazing career. I worked with all the top self-help and spirituality authors. I had created the career by prayers, processes, rituals, dancing naked under the moon. And it worked, it worked really well. So over here, life was great. But when I rolled over in my empty bed, kind of sucked. So I thought to myself, what if I could use these prayers, processes, and rituals to manifest my soulmate? And I didn't know if it was gonna work, but I did. I made a list, and for six months, I prayed, I chanted, I made vision boards, and then I met him. And three weeks later, we got engaged. A year later, we had three weddings. Then something else happened. Did you know relationships are hard? So I discovered I knew how to run a business. I knew how to be the boss. No partnership skills. Clueless how to be a wife. And stuff started to happen. So, for instance, um, I would get up in the morning. I'd go in the kitchen. I'd make my cup of English breakfast tea. And then I'd be done, and I'd put my cup in the sink. And then my husband, my new gorgeous husband, would come in the kitchen, and he'd say to me, why can't you put your coffee cup from the sink into the dishwasher? It's like, well, I've been putting it in the sink for decades. It'll get there eventually. And then he'd say to me, and how come there's always crumbs around the toaster? And I'm like, what crumbs? So this would happen almost every day. And it got to the point that when he started walking towards the kitchen, I'd think, oh, am I going to get spanked again? (laughs) And then one morning, the craziest thing happened. He walked in and he said, Ariel, I got up at four o'clock this morning to get a glass of water. And I came in the kitchen and I saw your cup in the sink and my heart exploded with love for you. And when I saw your crumbs next to the toaster, I never felt closer to you. And I'm like, what is this? (laughs) It's good, but what is this? So here's what it is. The Japanese have this ancient aesthetic called wabi-sabi. 
And wabi-sabi honors all things old and worn and weathered and imperfect and impermanent. And it seeks to find beauty and perfection in imperfection. So imagine I had a big vase right here and had a long crooked crack down the middle of it. The Japanese would put it on a pedestal and then they would shine a spotlight on the crack. So wabi-sabi is about learning to love the cracks in yourself and especially those of your mate. Wabi-sabi love. So I started asking all my friends, do you practice wabi-sabi? I'm like, what, what the heck is wabi-sabi? And I'd explain it to them, and they're like, oh yeah, let me tell you a story. So one of my favorite stories is from my friends Jerry and Diane. And Jerry has an addiction. Jerry is addicted to poppy seed bagels. And every morning he wakes up, he walks into the kitchen, he slices his poppy seed bagel, which of course sends gazillions of little black poppy seeds scattering all over Diane's white tile floor. Sometime later, Diane gets up. Every morning, she walks into the kitchen. She gets a paper towel and wets it, and she gets on her hands and knees, and she wipes up the gazillion of black poppy seeds. Now, this goes on for a very long time, and one morning, Diane's on her knees, you know, wiping up the poppy seeds, and she thinks to herself, how do I have to never do this again? Which is followed by the thought, oh, that would mean Jerry's no longer with me. And she begins to cry. And she runs out of the kitchen to go find him and give him a big hug. And from that day forward, every time she wiped up the poppy seeds, she felt this love in her heart because it now meant she had another day to spend with Jerry. So that's a wabi-sabi shift in perception. That's how you take something that once made you crazy, right? And now you love it. And I also found out that there's research, scientific research, that proves this. So there's a woman at the University of Buffalo named Dr. Sandra Murray, and she did studies on couples who wear rose-colored glasses. And what she found is that couples who wear rose-colored glasses, I now call them wabi-sabi glasses, is that they have happier, more satisfying relationships. And she calls it the Pygmalion effect because it's the phenomenon where uh, when you raise your level of expectation for someone, they rise to meet that level. You and I would probably call it a self-fulfilling prophecy. And what happens when you wear the rose-colored glasses is you begin to look for what's right in the relationship instead of what's wrong. Does this make sense? Right? How many of us are looking for what's wrong instead of what's right? So I needed a lot of this, me with the no partnership skill. So one of the things that really drove me nuts about Brian happened in the bathroom. Um, I would go in the bathroom to brush my teeth, and I would, I would squeeze, I'm a bottom squeezer. Any bottom squeezers here, right? Squeeze from the bottom, roll it up nice, my husband, he's a mangled from the middle guy, right? <laughs> so every morning for years, I would look at my mangled tube of toothpaste, and I'd have this bad feeling in the pit of my stomach, like, why can't he do it my way? Why can't he do it the right way? So I got out my rose-colored glasses, and I put the tube of toothpaste in my hand, and I thought, what's good about this? Nothing. You know, it's got to be something. And then it came to me. Ready? Thank God I married a man who brushes his teeth. Right? 
Yeah, so, so now I know as we grow old together, he's going to have all his teeth. Wabi sabi love. It's a shift in perception. So another thing that happened was one day I found myself like this. And I don't know what I was ragging on him about. I don't remember. But when I saw myself like this, I was horrified. And I stopped. And I said to Brian, um, the next time this happens, and unfortunately, there's going to be a next time, could you just kindly, gently, sweetly say to me, when did Sheila enter the room? Now, Sheila's my mother, and I love her to death. She's totally cool, and she's a typical overbearing Jewish mother. And Brian got it instantly, and he said, yes. And the next time I'm too patronizing, just say, when did Wayne arrive? That was his dad. So very quickly, we found these code names to diffuse what could have been World War III. And we still do it. He said to me last week, he goes, oh, I see Sheila's here. And it's great because I don't want to be this woman, you know? And he doesn't want to hear me ragging on him about something. And I checked in with some other friends. I said, do you have any code names? Are there things that you use and you do? And my friends, John and Tracy, told me this story. So John, John gets really jealous whenever Tracy's on the phone talking to a man or at a party. One day, they're at a cocktail party. John sees Tracy across the room talking to some handsome man. The green-eyed monster comes up. And John, who's a pretty conscious guy, stops himself and he says, what can I do here? What can I do? And he decides to create a sub-personality for himself called Luigi. And Luigi is this sort of slimy Italian guy with long curly hair and wears white shirts with big sleeves. And he walks over to Tracy and he grabs her on the waist and he says, you are my woman. You are not allowed to speak to any other man. I'm going to ravish you right now. He gives her a big hug. And like that, they're hugging, they're kissing, they're having fun. And anytime the green-eyed monster appears, John now becomes Luigi. So... I know some of you are out there thinking, but Ariel, does this work for everything? What about if he's making me really crazy? And that happens. There will be times when you hate your spouse. Trust me, I know that happens. But so here's what it doesn't work for. It doesn't work for bad behavior. It doesn't work for abuse. It doesn't work for addiction. So if any of those are in your relationship, you need to go get professional help. But for almost anything else, you can find the Wabi Sabi solution. All right, that was Ariel Ford. Her website is arielford.com. You can watch today's talk on YouTube. It is called The Secret of Great Relationships, Ariel Ford. I will see you tomorrow. We're going to wrap up our week with some Lisa Nichols. How do you feel about that? I'll see you then. Peace. Peace.